standard issue for all women. Welcome to the Sunday Chops. Jen here to tell you all about this week's offering. As you're no doubt aware, the Paralympics are currently underway in Tokyo and we, Team GB that is, are having a lovely time. At the time of recording, we were second place after China and above, not Russia, on the medal table. So keep them coming, lads. Earlier this month, we finished the Tokyo Olympic Games fourth on the medal table with a massive 65 medals, equaling our London Games haul. No mean feat at all. In fact, the first country, I believe, to match its medal or better its tally for two consecutive games after hosting. And in this week's Chops, I speak to the winners of two of those medals, Anna Hopkin, part of the 4x100m mixed medley relay gold medal winning team, that is a lot to say, and bronze medalist and head-kicking extraordinaire taekwondo fighter Bianca Walkton. They both spoke to me on behalf of Team GB and proud partner of the Tokyo Olympic and Paralympic Games Bridgestone as part of their Chase Your Dreams campaign. And some very lovely chats about mental health, lockdown and what it's like to win an Olympic medal. We had too. I hope you enjoy listening as much as I enjoyed chatting to them. I challenge you not to grin from ear to ear at Bianca's unrelenting enthusiasm for kicking people in the face. Lovely stuff. I am joined by Bianca Walkton, Team GB Taekwondo fighter, double Olympic bronze medalist, three times world and European champion, winner of all things, basically. And she is speaking to me on behalf of Team GB and proud partner of the Tokyo 2020 Olympic and Paralympic Games Bridgestone as part of their Chase Your Dreams campaign. Hello, Bianca. Hello, that was a bit of an intro, that one. Thank I know, you. <laughs> you've got to get it right for the sponsors and obviously oh, to, uh, to do justice to your many, many achievements. So jumping in there from that, you've had an incredible career to date, haven't you? So I was going through all of, all of the many, many, many things you've won earlier today. I was just wondering what has been the highlight for you so far? First of all, thank you. It's nice to hear that. Um, sometimes we just just get sucked into just doing it every day, day in, day out. We, we forget like what we have done sometimes. Um, so thank you. But I think being part of the Olympics is always a massive achievement in life and just in sport. And to come back with two Olympic uh, medals is, is fantastic. Everyone knows me, gold is the only colour I want. So it's like I always push and strive for more. But yeah, I think the biggest thing I'm ever proud of is to to hold my world championship, for me to be the, the best player in the world for, I think it's like six years now. It's about seven because of the extra year that we got. To hold that title is is uh, really hard in Taekwondo, especially to be that consistent. So I'm going to go for my world ta- Taekwondo championship wins. So yeah. Seven years as world champion, that's pretty, that is pretty impressive. Yeah. So I'm now going to talk a little bit about possibly one of the less happy moments in a way. So you suffered what us sports journalists would call a last gasp defeat in your semi-final at the Tokyo Olympics, which robbed you of the opportunity to fight for silver or gold. And you said afterwards that you did actually feel a bit robbed. Obviously, you went on to win your bronze, and that goes with your bronze from the Rio Games as well, which is obviously brilliant. Now that you've had like a bit of a chance to reflect, do you still feel a bit disappointed, or have you sort of made your peace with it? 
I think, like, obviously, like I said, I look back and the response I got and all the, the, the people that were supporting me have made me feel so much more better. Like, to come back again with an Olympic medal is fantastic. And it was really hard to do, like, especially when I set my goal on gold all the time and the bar's always that high. And in Taekwondo as well, you don't get given the bronze. You actually have to go back out and fight for it. Um, yeah. and, and obviously, that was mentally very tough because... Every time I go, it's just for that moment. So to come back out and mentally prepare myself to go back out to get that bronze medal was really tough. But now looking back, the, the smile on my mum and dad's face when I came home, um, how could I not be proud to just just stand there and become another Olympic medalist? So now it has sunk in a little bit, but deep down, um, it'll always be like, oh, come on, I want to go because I am world champion. I am world number one. And for me, like number one's the number I know. But I am proud of myself to to just, if anything, hold my head up high and try and be the champion I, I know I wanted to be. Because if I went out there and didn't fight for it and basically would would be a sore loser and like put my head down and say, oh, this happened, this happened, that would be more regret than anything. And so the biggest thing for me was to, to come out and act like a champion and show the next generation it's not about them moments, it's about your core values and the the core value for me was to be a champion no matter why. It doesn't matter the colour of the medal. It's to be the champion I've been for years and years and keep doing that. Even if I haven't got a gold medal, I've got a bronze. So, yeah. Absolutely. I, I hadn't even occurred to me the thing, because I think with the boxing, they don't have to fight for bronze, do they? Don't they? I think they both, there's like, you it, could both get I'm bronze. Not, yeah, I'm not 100% sure. So you can get two bronzes in Taekwondo, but each person on the opposite side has to fight the draw. So you have to like, fight for it and you still have mm. to have the same amount of fights if mm. you were going for gold or in the final um, and then you have to fight everyone who's on the other side so it is pretty tough it's just as tough to get um, yeah. a gold medal as well mentally more than physically I was just thinking yeah it hadn't really occurred to me how hard that must be to come back out and fight for bronze after you've had you know after you've been told you know the sort of silver and gold been, campaign been for about an yeah. hour as well, so. but I mean in sort of in general it must be incredibly tough and mental health has kind of been a big theme of these Olympics and you must have to have incredible emotional resilience to bounce back from these things as athletes. You know, the highs are so high and the lows really are just cruel sometimes. How do you manage that? Yeah, I think like you said, this Olympics was definitely a big mental awareness for everyone. I think for sports people alone, how tough it is in sports. And then just to get the awareness of mental health outside. We're not all robots, it's human as well. Mental health is part of today, it's part of tomorrow, it's part of yesterday, it's, it's, it's part of everyone every day. It doesn't matter if you do sport at the highest level. I think, if anything, it was good to see, especially some of the top people in the sport, like Simone Biles, obviously she made massive awareness of it, and to see all that and hear the way she positively shined through that mental health challenge, even though she was going through a low. I think that is credit to her and all the athletes who have made awareness of mental health. I think hopefully it does start it off more and the stigma goes around it. But I think, if anything, it was good to watch the Olympics this time to show, like, we aren't superheroes, we're human, but we do like to pretend we are and act as, and that's okay to do. It's We want to entertain you, that's what sport is. We want to entertain everything, but it doesn't always go perfect. So I think it was good to show that 
imperfections are okay. It's good to good to see this, and hopefully more and more people get awareness of it. And if we can help do that as athletes, I think that's a good thing because we're not just inspiring the kids to just get gold medals all the time. We're we want them to be the best version of themselves in life, sport, and for the next generation, because it is a cycle. You have to do that for the next people coming mm. up and the next. It, it's literally the circle of life. So <laughs> um, we li- you have to do that. So I think it's if any athlete can inspire to do that, that, that's more than being a champion. That's more than anything. So let's get behind it. I mean, speaking of cycles, obviously because of the pandemic, the Olympics have been delayed by a year, and now it's only three years until the next Olympics, which is fine by me because I love the Olympics. So uh, <laughs> only having to wait three years is brilliant. But from the perspective of you guys as athletes usually you train for a four-year cycle so is that going to have a big impact on on athletes going into the next the next cycle well to be fair we've already started haven't we everyone looked at it more as like we're just doing this we started the year off already we've just added it in so like you said three years is is a lot less than the four that we have got given but at the same time it's still quite a bit of time the time that we have for Paris it's good that because people more people will get involved with sports still I think people will follow the journey a little bit more because it is a bit shorter which is good especially for Taekwondo hopefully more people follow us through the journey not just just at the Olympics every time but to be honest it is only three years away if anything we get to train a little bit less Uh, it's not an extra year on top of our bodies and hopefully everything that's obviously there was no spectators, no crowds. It's made a buzz now for people to want to go to the next one, want to be in the crowd, want to see these magical and spectacular moments. Um, and hopefully Paris is booming and overwhelming with so many people and get people getting involved. And I think that will happen, especially with what's gone on with the world in the past two years. Yeah, because I feel like we really needed these Olympics, you know, to kind of like lift the global mood a little bit. And I, I was a bit cynical going in about how, how it would be, but it's been, you know, it's been wonderful as a spectator. Yeah. I, I think it's been like a, a bit of a light at the end of the tunnel yeah. for a, a lot of people. I think the, the Euros started it off with a bang. It got the nation behind it and everything and it showed the, the passion in sport. And then to have the Olympics straight after, I think it was perfect timing and I think people have just got more and more involved in, like, let's be happy in life, let's get that passion, let's get them dreams and them moments together because um, that's the most important thing. What you said then about getting more people to kind of follow the journey and not just the Olympics, it's interesting because I interviewed Asha Phillip last year and what she said to me was that even with athletics, which is obviously like, you know, track and field is is massively popular at the Olympics, but what she said was that outside of the Olympics, the level of interest, the level of spectators really, really, really drops off. And she urged people to get involved and go and watch the athletics at other times, you know, like a... Athletics is for life, not just the Olympics. So I guess it's the same with Taekwondo. Do you feel you don't get the same level of interest outside of the Olympics? Do you want to encourage more people to come along and and watch these events? Yeah, definitely. I think if anything as well, athletics gets a lot more coverage than Taekwondo. So if she's thinking that, we're feeling it a lot more. I think more people are getting involved in Taekwondo, but I think it would be good to follow the journey on the way. So example, like we have our world championships. Uh, I think it might be next year now because of the postponement in April. And I'll be going for a fourth gold and I'll be the only female in Taekwondo ever to to go after that and try and win. So the fact that like, 
that's not coverage is is not is not great for us as athletes. I like, I'd love to show that this a massive achievement I've got or going forward would be unbelievable. And if that would be on TV or get some coverage from it, it, it would show the journey again leading up then to Paris so then it just builds a better story for everyone so if we could get them behind I made a joke before as well it was like all we're asking for is a little slot after EastEnders or something <laughs> or, um, or anything like that just a little 15 minutes and more and more people will get to know it and get to get to know more sport and get to know the athletes as well because everyone's so different everyone's got so many different characters and you don't really get to see that just on your, your moment in the Olympics you get to yeah. You learn that through time, and you get to you learn that through the people on the day to day journeys. And if we can get more courage, I'd be over the moon to get one more person following Taekwondo, let alone hundreds of thousands. So if we can get some more, then that'd be unbelievable. So I've actually tried Taekwondo, and Taekwondo is is hard. It's and, tough. <laughs> and you can get kicked in the head. I didn't get kicked in the head because I went in a very very like basic entry level, but. I love taekwondo. I, I love watching it. I, I, I bet. Love I'll give it, it one thing. Was your hips hurt and the day after? Yes. Everyone's, yeah. everyone's hips hurt the next day. It is bad for your hips, but um, it is good to do. It's good fun. And you get to, like you said, we get to kick people and kick people in the head. So <laughs> we can't complain. So what I think is interesting is it is of the Olympic sports. Like it is a pretty violent sport, but it's quite interesting with Team GB. Obviously, everyone knows who Latelo Mohammed is also because of his excellent coverage on the BBC this yeah. year. I thought he was brilliant, by the way. Really superb. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, on, I'm lucky now. We're here today, today at the Olympic Games experience with Bridgestone. So we're just bouncing on each other, competing. And he's, he's, he's exactly the same guy off the TV. He's literally like that now. What you've all seen on the coverage is, is um, it's not a lie. That is Latelo <laughs> day to day. So if we can get more and more, you'll get to see all of us as... as the Taekwondo athletes, what we are, and he did fantastic for the sport. And he was disappointed he didn't go to um, Tokyo himself because he's normally competing. But it was like you said, one door closed and another one opened for him. And hopefully, with commentary like that, we can get more coverage for Taekwondo. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, he's well known. But what I think is interesting about Team GB is the big names of the GB Taekwondo athletes are you and Jay Jones. Like you're the people yeah. that everyone's heard of, and you are, of course women so how how how's that is it do you you know do you get like a good positive reaction from from most people no definitely especially because taekwondo is such a a male dominant Mm. visual sport that you'd see like if i said to you i do a martial arts and i kick people and kick each other in the head they kick me it's not like a girly thing to say but you all know me and Jay Jones as the the Taekwondo. We we're world number one in the sport. We're we're the best in the sport. Jay's double Olympic champion, and we could and we we've been able to put basically the girls girl power onto Team GB and to Taekwondo as well. And in such a male dominant sport, I don't think we've done too bad for um, representing the the ladies and the the females for it. And it just shows like. It doesn't matter what sport you do. If you just do what you love and be the best at what you want to be, um, then it, it shines through no matter what. And as you say, you get to kick people in the head, so you can't complain. That's the best bit. <laughs> <laughs> Not getting kicked, but kicking no. someone, that's the best bit. <laughs> kicking is fun. Punching's fun. <laughs> okay, so 
Bianca, obviously the Olympics is done. We go into the next cycle. What's next for you? You've got the World Championships coming up, as you said. You're trying to defend your title for a, for a fourth consecutive yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so my plan is to like you said go to the world championships obviously I've got a little bit of time off now I'm just gonna eat what I want drink what I want go on holiday for a bit as much as I can and then come back and start it off and like you said Paris is only three years away so I might as well give it one more go give everything I've got and hopefully I can come back with a gold medal there with me mum in the cloud <laughs> oh that's so nice Bianca thank you so much for talking to me Queen B, as I believe you are known yes thank you <laughs> that, that is so lovely to talk to you and, and congratulations on your second Olympic medal which is pretty impressive oh, thank you it was a pleasure to talk to you thank you for having me I'm joined by Anna Hopkin, Team GB athlete and gold medalist. Very exciting. We'll talk about that in a minute. Anna, hello. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Um, you've been chasing your dreams pretty successfully recently. Congratulations. You're part of the gold medal winning team of the inaugural, I believe, 4 by 100 metre relay at the Olympic Games. How are you feeling? Yeah, it's still... Um seems pretty surreal to be honest like you know coming back home and seeing the reaction of friends and family it's kind of I think it's sinking in a little bit but it seems a bit crazy it's massively exciting you're part of what has been a hugely successful GB swimming team in this Olympics and swimming is not historically speaking one of Great Britain's success stories in terms of the Olympics so what's what's happened to turn this around how are, are these things just sort of cyclical where you you know you have a good crop of athletes in in some sports and and perhaps less so in in others I think it's a combination of things. I think the team as a whole were a bit disappointed after 2012 Olympics. And so there was a big kind of rebuilding going on after that. And we've had some, you know, you know, great leadership and bringing in amazing sort of support systems. And obviously the national lottery funding is such a huge part of all sports in the Olympics. So, and then, you know, people like Adam Peaty coming in and really changing kind of the mentality of everyone and the togetherness in the team. And, you know, I think, seeing him succeed and his confidence in what he does, it just kind of spreads through the team. And I've been on, you know, British swimming team for about three or four years now. And I do think that this year, especially like Europeans and then going into the Olympics is the most sort of we felt bonded and you supported by everyone in the team. So I think it's just a, a change in mentality, really. It's the first time that that particular event, the relay, has taken place at the Olympics. And I think it was Andy Murray afterwards who was sort of saying, like, these are really great. Do you think there's a case for more mixed events at the Olympics? Oh, 100%, yeah. I mean, I think anyone watching that race was just like amazed by the the chaos and like the changing in who was leading and obviously we were almost sixth or seventh going after the first leg because we had a woman and they had a man and you know you think oh, there's no way they can catch it and then got Adam going in and James Guy and slowly getting kind of closer and closer and so it just really brings a new dynamic to the sport and a lot of excitement and obviously it's so rare that you can compete in the same pool with both genders and you know same in other sports and I think it just it just pulls the genders together a bit more which is really nice and obviously we saw the mixed triathlon relay as well winning gold that same day so I think it just I just think that you know it should be in every sport if it's a if it's possible because it does give female athletes it really 
increases the profile as well, doesn't it? Improves the profile of female athletes to put them literally in the same events like the Olympics, obviously, is massively important for women's sport, full stop. Yeah, I think it just helps to level the playing field between the genders. And I mean, in British swimming, it, it has in the last two Olympics been sort of quite male dominated um, in terms of the success. And, you know, obviously we still had a lot of male medalists this year and me and Kathleen were the, I think, first women gold medalists since Becky Adlington. And we also had a lot of girls in finals. We had a girl who came fourth so close to a bronze. And so, you know, we are gaining momentum and hopefully by Paris we'll be getting on a level with the guys that, you know, having just as much success as them. This is, I believe, this is your first Olympics, right? Yeah. Because there's been a lot of discussion about mental health, particularly in elite athletes at the moment. I wonder, do you feel that athletes are particularly susceptible to problems in mental health and how the pressure of training for an Olympics throughout such a difficult kind of global period and lockdown and things like that has impacted on you and people around you? Yeah, it's definitely been more challenging than any other, you know, lead up to an Olympics. And I know sort of there's been questions as is, will it go ahead and how can they make it work and it has been really challenging two years preparing for this but if it came to the end of it and there wasn't anything to kind of aim for and celebrate then it's almost all for nothing and I think people have gone into the Olympics and it's just really lifted the mood and sort of you know it's we've been through a lot of hardship and challenges but at the end of the day we're there and we've done it and it's made it all worthwhile and so I think it's great that this Olympics has been such a big focus on mental health and hopefully that sort of brings a lot more questions and support in for anyone struggling because you know you see athletes on tv doing their thing and you often don't know what's going on inside their head or how hard it is and how hard the challenges have been leading up to that and I think there's been a lot more exposure this time on that which I think is great and hopefully that sort of will lead into a into more changes but I think for the whole nation just having the Olympics going ahead after such a hard time it's just been a real boost for athletes and people watching and it's been organized amazingly like being out there it's sort of the way they've kept everyone safe and everyone's followed the restrictions and it's just been organized so well. So I just wondered if you could tell me a little bit about what you're up to today at the Bridgestone Roadshow. Yeah, so today I'm at the Bridgestone Olympic Experience in London and it's just an opportunity to sort of meet some fans and obviously there isn't really any spectators out in Tokyo so a lot of people back home are just watching it on TV and so it's really nice that they're able to come here and sort of experience some sports challenge me to a few things and meet me and do an Olympic medal and ask any questions so I think it just bridges that gap between obviously the Olympics going on on the TV and people aren't able to be there and feeling more part of it especially you know I've we had to fly back almost immediately after we finished racing and obviously the Olympics is still going ahead right now and I'm back in the UK so it's nice for me to sort of continue the celebrations and see the reaction back home. Have you felt a bit not let down but do you, do you feel like your Olympic experience has been diminished at all by the lack of people around to sort of watch watch the events and and celebrate it at the time that it's happening? I actually don't, weirdly. I did think, how would it feel like having empty stands walking out to an Olympic final? But we had such great support from our team members who were able to go and watch. And that almost bonded the team even more. You know, they were your only support out there. And so everyone was really behind each other. And and actually, the reaction back home has almost been 
amplified because you don't have the support in the stands. And so I've had so many people messaging and saying congratulations. People have been getting up at 2 a.m. to watch the finals, which is amazing. I think more people than ever before are starting to watch swimming. You know, it doesn't always get the uh, publicity it deserves. So I think a lot more people are engaged with the Olympics this time. Oh, yeah. And it's such an exciting sport to watch as well. And you're right. It's not necessarily something that you would. But I think it's the same with a lot of Olympic sports. You don't necessarily think, oh, I'll, um, you know, check out the. I, I mean, even <laughs> athletics, people don't watch as much outside of an Olympics. Yeah. Go and watch other sports, people. <laughs> There's more than just football out there. So yeah, go and absolutely. watch them. Support your athletes. Um <laughs> Anna, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to me today and massive, massive, massive congratulations. What are you up to next? Are you going to you gonna have a little break? Yeah, I've got a little bit of time off now and sort of taking the opportunity to see friends and family. Obviously, I've not seen them for a while and even leading into the Olympics, we had to be really careful about creating contacts and things. So it's been a while since I've seen a lot of my friends. So it'll just be nice to sort of celebrate with them and thank them for all the support they've given me as well throughout the games so that'll be really nice excellent well gold medalist anna hopkins thank you so much for chatting to us today oh thank you very much standard issue for all women